read a poem. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. Lauren, shall we read a poem? Yes, we're going to do Sarah Sylvia Cynthia Stout. Would not take the garbage out. Are we? We are. And I'm sure this isn't topical in any shape, form, or fashion. Not a bit. No, purely just a, just an artistic liberty we're taking here. It's all for joy. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of joy in Sarah Cynthia, is there? I mean, it's supposed to be a funny poem, but I always resented it when I was a kid. <sighs> That's interesting. To resent a poem. Tell me about that. It seemed very judgmental and also naggy. Like, it was like, oh, I know you. You're a shitty little kid who doesn't do her chores. And how much, and, and I'm sure we're going to get into this later, but how much of that carries over into adulthood where you just don't want to do that thing? I mean, so the interesting thing about Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout is that she actually did all of the chores except for taking the garbage out, which is kind of strange for a kid. Mm. In adulthood, I actually have chores that I just mm. don't want to do. Uh, and I am not opposed to other chores. But as a kid, I was just opposed to all chores. I see. All right, well, shall we dive in? Sure, go for it. Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia, Stout Would Not Take the Garbage Out by Shel Silverstein. Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia, Stout Would Not Take the Garbage Out. She'd scour the pots and scrape the pans, candy the yams and spice the hams. And though her daddy would scream and shout, she simply would not take the garbage out. And so it piled up to the ceilings, coffee grounds, potato peelings, brown bananas, rotten peas, chunks of sour cottage cheese. It filled the can, it covered the floor, it cracked the window and blocked the door. With bacon rinds and chicken bones, drippy ends of ice cream cones, Prune pits, peach pits, orange peel, gloppy glumps of cold oatmeal, pizza crusts and withered greens, soggy beans and tangerines, crusts of black-burned buttered toast, grisly bits of beefy roasts. The garbage rolled on down the hall, it raised the roof, it broke the wall, greasy napkins, cookie crumbs, globs of gooey bubblegum. Cellophane from green bologna, rubbery, blubbery macaroni, peanut butter caked and dry, curdled milk and crusts of pie, moldy melons, dried up mustard, eggshells mixed with lemon custard, cold French fries and rancid meat, yellow lumps of cream of wheat. At last, the garbage reached so high that finally it touched the sky. And all the neighbors moved away, and none of her friends would come to play. And finally, Sarah Cynthia Stout said, Okay, I'll take the garbage out. But then, of course, it was too late. The garbage reached across the state, from New York to the Golden Gate. And there, in the garbage she did hate, poor Sarah met an awful fate that I cannot right now relate, because the hour is much too late. But children, remember Sarah Stout, and always take the garbage out. What chore do you hate the most, Russ? So there's two. Anything dealing with hairy clogs, 
we have one of those filters in your bathroom drain that when I touch it makes me retch. And uh, the other is dusting. Laundry, I kind of like laundry a little bit in so much as, I don't know, some kind of Sisyphean absurdism. And dishes, cooking, don't bother me at all. How about I you? have to say I am similar in that if of chores, if I were to say I had a favorite, it would be laundry. Mm. For me, I really hate anything involving mixed and rotting food. Mm. So I do not like the dishes at all. Mm. I do not like the dishes. I don't want to deal with old food. No. Interesting. Old food doesn't particularly bother me. So I recently moved to British Columbia, for anyone who ever hears this, and they are much greener than my previous Texan locale. And a big part of it is the composting and recycling program. And so any food waste goes into this little bin thing. Do you all have those where you are? Yeah, same in Portland. Okay. And at first I thought it would bother me a bit, because previously I had a, a garbage grinder in the sink, which in some places is called a garburator, I learned. That's wonderful. I like that. Now it's just become another thing. Like, I don't really... It's just... To me, there's like a stage of it that I'm particularly grossed out with. It's the stage mm. between eating and when it's completely started to mold. Really? Why so? I think because then it still resembles something you can eat... But it's obviously something you shouldn't eat. Where once something is really molding, then it becomes compost. And it's a molding, rotting thing that is not food. And so it's that between stage that I get really freaked out by. And so the act of, say, going from the plate to the compost bin is vaguely hateful to you. It's mostly when, I ha when I'm doing dishes. Like, it's when it gets... A little water and like you know bits of noodles start to float and <laughs> the oils get on your hands and or you you pull something nasty out of the fridge and then you have to <laughs> you have to like get it out of the container and then get that into the dishwasher and so once it's in the garbage or in the compost as all food in portland goes then it's okay then it's not food it's compost but the mid-stage is just unacceptable. Right. And so this poem, when you're describing all of the different gross foods that are just lying around, definitely gets me. It definitely grosses me out. <laughs> I'm really unhappy about it. I was pretty fortunate growing up in that my parents were no, like they didn't hoard anything. I never had to deal with any kind of unsanitary condition or dishes sitting about and when i was little i think my chores were more garbage and laundry based i don't remember i don't remember washing a lot of dishes as a kid but i also don't remember a lot of like family meals it's kind of a wonder i'm as skinny as i am because i remember getting a lot of fast food when i was a kid I didn't really do any chores as a kid just because I was <laughs> such a brat <laughs> My sister and I were just utter and total brats and would not do chores. We definitely wouldn't take the garbage out, but we also wouldn't candy the yams and spice the hams 
We would maybe sometimes engage in cooking sometimes, but we would not scour pots or scrape pans. And by the way, I still hate that part. So the scouring pans, scraping pots? Yeah. What is it about that? Oh, it's the same thing I just said earlier with like, okay. it gets a, the water and the congealing fat. and. So you're feeling the, the scouring pad beneath your hand, feeling all squishy, and yeah. there you are raking the sides of the pot up and yeah, down. Yeah, and it's getting under my fingernails. And it's, it, yeah, okay, yeah. And the sponge smells gross. So when I was good, I did no cooking. I remember once I handed you an onion to cut and you just looked at me dumbfounded. Yeah, no idea. I love looking back on that aspect of me. This time where the most complicated thing I could make was peanut butter and jelly. But no, I completely empathize with what you're saying. Because in my mind, my icky about I don't want to touch that hairy thing doesn't make sense in my head. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the hair on my head. I can touch mm-hmm. that. Here's the hair on my beard. I can touch that. And they're both hair. So why oh. is it different when it's in the bathroom? Oh, break? it's very different. It's yeah, very it's different. different. It's different. It's different. It's, it's not just hair. It's also soap scum and mineral, yeah, water minerals. Yeah, cleaner? It, no, it actually <laughs> starts breaking down the hair. And the hair starts to get kind of just jelly-like and very foul-smelling. Don't justify my weirdness. Oh, no. I mean, I get it. I can... I would prefer... That's one of the chores I would really prefer not to do, but I can. Mm. I suspect, Lauren, that you have a much more ulterior motive by selecting uh, Sarah Cynthia for this right. week. Right, and, and the perils of not taking out one's garbage. Right. So these days, we often like to say that <laughs> people are garbage or that... The year was a dumpster fire. And so we have seen what happens when you just let the garbage people exist. You know, they're just there and you pretend that they're fine and normal and that it's normal to just have garbage there making your life miserable. The Republicans are garbage people. (laughs) Just bluntly, they're garbage people. Trump was just like the biggest, nastiest pile of garbage. And the other garbage are still advocating for that garbage. And the dumpster fire of 2020 isn't over. But the garbage president, Nazi Cheeto, has been impeached for a second time. And he can't be removed from office because he's already left office. But the hope is that somehow there will be some consequences. Now, it's going to take 67 senators to call a spade a spade and call the garbage the garbage and convict him, and that's never going to happen. So these Republicans just won't take the garbage out. That's true. Why? Okay, so let's talk about Q. Q and on his garbage. When it comes to that level, how do you deprogram that? Where you have a Q person that cannot respond in any way other than but joe biden's worse but investigate hunter but part of living in a cult requires no degree of self-reflection like like you have to deflect everything right i would say that QAnon, more than a political movement is uh, is a religion Uh, it's a cult no it's a hundred percent right right and with i don't know with q either as a prophet and trump as the messiah or maybe q is the messiah and trump is his prophet i don't know how but this it it grew legs because q hasn't been doing anything since the election like q's gone silent Mm -hmm. and the movement is carrying on without it 
Well, I mean, religions still continue even after the supposed apocalypse hasn't come about. They just sort of make a new apocalypse and move on. Yeah, Christianity's had any number of, what was it, like the first end of the world was like 33 years after Jesus died or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Christians I'm just, aren't the I'm only just making one. up. People numbers. are just people are just big into there being an end of the world that they can predict. So, what happens on March fourth when Trump isn't president again? Do they just move, move the goalposts again? What's happening on March fourth? Uh, that's the day. Oh, uh, 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 apparently <laughs> you know a lot more. So, apparently, you know but, more about QAnon than I do. Yeah. I I follow it. I eat it up like garbage TV. Speaking of garbage, yeah. it's, I watch it in the same way. I, I, I never got into like reality TV. Like I never got into like Desperate Housewives or... Nowadays, I absorb Q like I absorb trash TV. Where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, what's mm-hmm. going to happen next? And so the new thing is that on March 4th, America was sold as a corporation in the mid... I think in the mid-1800s. And Ulysses S. Grant was the last legitimate president. And so on March 4th, Trump will be inaugurated as the 19th president of the United States. Uh, that Ulysses S. Grant is an interesting choice. Why Ulysses? I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't, none of it makes, it's all just, you, you, you could fill in any blank with anything and you would have a Q conspiracy. Yeah, uh, and indeed, today the, Russ today Russ sent me a chart. The chart. Which GOP conspiracy are you? Yes, yes. It's a, and you you choose your birth month, favorite color, first initial. And mine, my GOP conspiracy would be the blacks can shape shift into a food stamp for the ghost <laughs> of Hugo Chavez. <laughs> The thing is, it, it's so good because any of the it, it works perfectly. Like I could not make up something better than what a Q person actually believes. So well, mine would be what on this mine. chart? What is yours? Okay, mine is Hunter Biden bought stock in Antifa to keep the lizard overlords happy. Mm, I feel like I've heard wilder. <laughs> Let's see. I could also. I don't have a favorite color like that. I don't. Uh, let's see. If if I'd use a color that I like. Oh, oh, this one's much better. Okay, I can't change my birth month. Okay, let's do this one. Hunter Biden will harvest your trigger finger while wearing a hijab. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm envisioning this, and it's very strange. And and what do they use? What do they do with the trigger fingers? Yeah, well, they use them to start a compost program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you imagine anything more hateful to a Republican Ew. than a green initiative? You know what that makes me think of? Like composting fingers. That just makes me think of like the piles of feet that you see in Ken Burns' Civil War documentaries. Yeah. Yes, very much. Very much. Gross. How do you get someone to give up their religion? Like it's impossible. Like 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 if you believe, if if you have watched Trump for four years, and That's again, me in the, the corner, g- garbage. Was That's that? me in the spotlight, yeah. losing my religion. <laughs> All right, enough of that. It, you watched this for four years, and we and we have. Again, cycling back around a good tangent because we didn't take the garbage out. Mm-hmm. And 
you you literally you 100% believe that Joe Biden is coming for your guns that the lizards rule us all that they're going to drink the blood of the innocent to maintain their youth like you believe that what can anyone say that's going to change it i i so Right after the insurrection, I was uh, involved with looking through videos and photographs trying to identify people who were causing violence and giving orders and things like that. Or at least I was until my dad died and I lost steam to deal with all Mm. of that. Uh, But I remember one person's video, there was this old man who was just crying about what a good president Trump was like he was he was just moved to tears thinking about how wonderful he was and so what is the person that they're seeing that the, this made up version of Trump what does it look like it requires such a double think I mean does okay. it require a double think to have a double think you need to simultaneously hold two conflicting yeah. views and no it's it, it's it's not knowledge of double think it's literal double think like 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 it's practicing it without even knowing you're practicing it it's it's the purest form of double think because you can have this person that 100% was associated with Jeffrey Epstein has gone against any christian notion of morality but is also your savior because the democrats are worse you just perfectly described a garbage person like a heinous garbage person <laughs> The dem- so, so here's this person who, quote, says it like it is, and the Democrats are worse. And so they're not, they're leading a literal demon summoning cabal of pedophiles that is, that is going to bring down the earth in conjunction with the lizard people because they're drinking the blood of the innocent. And you believe that. This is what you're doing when, when Trump lost... They just watch Captain America die. Hmm. Like yeah. it's it, it's as though you were a comic book fanboy and you went to see it, Avengers Endgame and Captain America got shot in the head. So they're they're seeing the yellow lumps of cream of wheat and thinking that it's like the finest French vanilla ice cream. That is filet mignon. Mm-hmm. Because they've been told it is. Because like this, the, I, I'm convinced that Q was like an augmented reality game that, that got out of hand. Yeah, it is strange to think of where what the origins were and why the person kept it up even seeing how much damage it was doing. I usually assume these things are actually a coalition of people. Q was probably two or three people. Hmm. They're living in the Philippines right now and they're probably pedophiles. <laughs> Garbage all the way it down. Is the, gist, is the gist of it. But the thing is... Any argument that you would have with a Qbert right now would be, but you. With COVID and everything, I have pretty much not come across QAnon people, except I sold a tire to one. Mm-hmm. I was I was selling a tire on Facebook Marketplace, and as I was exchanging the money, the guy handed over the money, and there was this Q tattoo on his hand, and I was like, oh yeah. god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I. I since I don't see really see anybody, I haven't really had any conversations with people who believe in Q. I mean, if if this were a normal year, I probably would have been in some sort of social situation at some point where I would have found someone who was sympathetic to that line of thinking. 
And I got to follow it from afar. We have, they're in Canada. They're in Japan. Like, where, where do you get your information on Q? Reddit. Okay. So, so there's a whole lot of subreddits that I follow. Uh, there's QAnon Casualties, uh, which is a really good one because that's only, that is people, QAnon Casualties is people who have Q family members that they're like trying to like either rehabilitate or cut out or, you know, just deal with. I feel so bad. For those people, you feel awful reading it, but then you de- but but then you you deep dive like I do, and it's like, so what? What is the psyche behind this? Like, like how can this person turn into this thing? And it's always people that are like, I've known them thirty years, and now I can never speak to them again. They they choose Trump over their lives. Uh, it, it's I can't wait for the studies on it. Maybe I should write some. Um, but I, I'd read it. It is absolutely beautiful. It is asking them to give up religion. And I don't think, had COVID-19 not happened, I think Q would have had legs, but I don't think it would have had tank treads. Because with COVID-19, Q got a rocket launcher. Right, they could see the restrictions as proof that uh, the conspiracies were actually happening. And you can paint anything onto it. Q exists in Japan, you you can't you're not voting for Trump. What does this have to do with you? Well, because Q is so good, you can project whatever you want onto it. And so what is Trump? He's tough on China. What do Japanese people want? Tough on China. There's your in. And then you're down the rabbit hole. Children take your garbage out. Right. Unless you see the garbage as the Democrats. Right. Well, I mean, the Democrats can definitely be garbage, but, you know, maybe they're more like recycling that hasn't been like properly cleaned. At least they're not saying that forest fires were started by Jewish space lasers. Yeah, I mean, true. I don't know. I shouldn't say things like that because it isn't comparable. I just don't ever want to be complacent. Would that we were Samuel Beckett or something and we could just embrace absurdity because... Let's say we live to be 75 years old. It's not going to change. I mean, we can't really embrace absurdity because absurdity just became reality this year. I mean, there was so people were saying and doing so many strange, unbelievable things that people then went and believed Mm -hmm. that you couldn't really just be like, life is meaningless. Let's go. Because, (laughs) (laughs) because, Um, like, unless you're me. Well, I mean,. Uh, there was no joy in it. Like when you to embrace the absurdity, there has to be a certain amount of enthusiasm and and happiness with the lack of meaning. But it was bringing so much destruction and misery to people that like like. And that is one thing you'll see a lot of what breaks people out of Q is that they just get tired of being mad. Interesting. Can you tell me more about that? I would have to look up the lady, but uh, there was there was one particular story that I'm remembering right now from uh, QAnon Casualties, where she, she was married to this guy who deep dove and like r- really got his hooks into Q and was like, oh yeah, this is the, this is the answer. And then for a lot of people, the day of the Capitol siege, so that was either for for some people that was a breaking point, and it's like, whoa, no. This is not okay. And then for a lot of people, that was a doubling down point. 
And the people who doubled down on that day, that they've drunk the Kool-Aid. They would be Jonestown. They would be the people that followed Jim to his island. So this individual uh, was watching the Capitol siege. And the story, as it was related on Reddit, was wordless for a long time, just sitting there watching. Then went in their room where a lot of they had a lot of Trump merchandise, shirts and hats and what have you. Brought it all out in a box and very, almost um, methodically, almost ritualistically just set tearing it up. And then took it outside, put it in the bin, walked back in and said, I'm just tired of being angry. Well, I mean, that sort of ritual sounds like a necessary thing for a lot of people to leave a religion. And and, and it's true. It's, yeah. yeah. So what would taking the garbage out in this case be? Like, how would it be done? How will we know when the garbage is taken out? That's the most problematic thing, because the world that you and I have envisioned could not be accomplished without a solution that would appeal to a Q adherent. Hmm? Like, how do you take the garbage out? Well, you, you, what could you do? Could you fire them from all? Like, how could you do it in a diplomatic fashion? Well, I wouldn't say you should start like, with the, your remove... average Q person. I would think you need to start at the top. Like, get rid of Q, Cruz and Holly and everybody no, no, but, else yeah, who supported yeah, the inter- insurrection. What I'm saying is they were elected. Like, what? And they were elected. Right. Like, that's the voice of democracy. Well, not exactly. With all the voter suppression that we have, if people who, if everybody was actually able to vote, the Republicans would have a much harder time being elected. But that's also the exact same thing that any Q will say. What do you mean? And they'll say that Republicans are, they'll say that Republicans are the ones being suppressed. Voter fraud. Dead people voted. Right, but in this case, we need to be like, hey, there are actual facts, and we need to stop pretending but that there's fa- the two sides of them needs to stop, and we need mm-hmm. to say, this is garbage, throw it out. We do, but they'll say, but you. Find someone religious. Find someone who believes in God or Allah or p- pick your religion. Ask them, what would it take for you to give up your religion? And when you have that answer, you know how to beat this. The, the, the only solution is to outnumber them. See, I'm not sure that we have been like, hey, this is garbage. And they were, then they said, no, you. I mean, they definitely say no, you when some people say this is garbage. But I don't think enough people, and I don't necessarily mean a majority, but I don't think enough people who have pow- any kind of power have been saying, yes, this is garbage, for the longest time, they've been like, eh, you know, there are different opinions on whether this is garbage or not. Some person's trash is another person's treasure. You know, maybe all of the garbage that we've been stepping over pretending isn't there. It's actually just lovely treasure. And, you know, Hmm. let's just wait and see what happens. And that came out when the election happened. So... But it should have happened so much more before that. So much earlier. Sure, sure it had. And and these are people that lashed themselves to power. It's like, 
you had the individuals like Pence who like like he had no problem supporting a sociopath for 3.5 years and right. then only towards the end when it became a losing proposition did he turn coat right and so like what is it going to take to convince Ted Cruz nothing he got elected on the strength of i am going to just say lies and when you're dealing with that brand of individual facts aren't facts facts don't matter it's 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 all feeling it's all what riles me up it's how can i feel like i'm the hero in this story well i mean you are from texas and probably understand the mindset there better than i do <laughs> but no it's and, and and it's not even like me understanding the mindset it's everyone wanting to be the hero in their own story that's how cults get you it's like you know the answer I, I, I'm the only one who knows the truth. I'm the I'm the subject of a higher power, and welcome to Q. Hmm. And so, taking the garbage out, you'd have to undo democracy to take the garbage out, because you will always have people that believe. Fifty years from now, fifty years from now, you'll have people saying, "Oh, Trump's still my president. The election was stolen." But I think you'll have more people who supported Trump and then su- pretend that they never did once he becomes unpopular. Sure. Like, oh no, I never, I never really supported him. That was, that was just Jeff, and I was just, you know, just go along with Jeff said to make him feel better. And so, but like, but how do you undo? How do you undo all of Cruz's votes? How do you undo all of Green's votes? Well, I mean, just because someone's voted into office isn't doesn't make them magical and immune to consequences. No, but it does make them elected. Right, but you can have somebody's elected who then. You know, you then charge, or in, in Trump's case, you impeach and hopefully convict, even though he won't be convicted. Like, they, you, there are things you can do, and... Sure. And, th- like, for uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, she's got a... Th- th- there was a motion introduced to either censure her or remove her from office. That's not going to go anywhere. And she's just going to... And she's just going to keep wearing her Trump One merchandise and, you know... Roll up in the house. Yeah, I know that Cruz and Hawley are both facing something in the ethics committee, but I don't know exactly what that will do and if it will go anywhere except being like, bad, bad boys. Yes, it'll just be bad. (sighs) So how do you take the garbage out? (sighs) You, You reinvent the system from the ground up. Well, I definitely appreciate that I have compost and recycling and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that it's not like back in Silverstein's day where all of these items would necessarily go into the garbage. I took my compost out today. It, attra- it, it was starting to attract fruit flies, which I did not know lived in winter. Yeah, welcome to mild climates. <laughs> we have all the bad things all year round, but also most of the good ones too. Oh, I don't mind fruit flies. They're stupid. Uh, I my favorite thing is when I get a small spider that just takes care of them all near my fruit bowl. Yeah. In uh, Sarah, Cynthia, Sylvia Stout, uh, Silverstein doesn't mention insects at all, but I imagine it would be terrible. Yeah, not even the illustration. Yeah, it's just, it's just a pile of garbage. Hmm. A pile of garbage falling down on about to fall down on a little girl. I wonder if I wonder if Shell put spiders out or if he killed them. I feel like he put them out. I'm I put spiders out. Yeah. I do too now. I don't. I haven't seen a spider in ages. Not since winter started. You are becoming like a Pacific Northwesterner. 
I am. Yeah, I haven't killed a spider since I moved here. <sighs> they're friendly here. Like they're not. Like they're not <laughs> aggressive. I mean, yeah, you have different spiders here than you do in Texas. Thanks for listening to Shall We Read a Poem? And remember, take your garbage out.